Hello and welcome to this latest podcast from the Rec Code Manager. My name's Paul Rock and I'm the Head of Communications within the Code Manager team. In today's podcast, I'll provide an overview of the changes that have just been implemented into the Rec in the release known as Rec version 3. I'm joined today by Amelia Bray, Communications and Events Manager for the Rec Code Manager. A warm welcome to you, Amelia. Hi, Paul. Thanks for inviting me. On the 18th of July 2022, significant changes were introduced into the REC in REC version 3.0. These were brought through the REC change process through R38, R41, R42 and R45. Ordinarily, REC releases incorporate new changes across a wide range of code areas. But this release had long been ring-fenced to only encompass changes facilitating the outcomes of Ofgem's switching program. This was designed to provide REC parties with the focus and space needed to successfully implement these complex changes. Ofgem has been considering improvements to energy supply switching arrangements for several years, and in 2015 formally launched a switching significant code review aimed at introducing faster, more reliable switching arrangements. The switching program's overall objective is to improve consumers' experience of switching, leading to greater engagement in the retail energy market by designing and implementing a new switching process that is reliable, fast and cost-effective. This will build consumer confidence and facilitate competition, delivering better outcomes for consumers. The new and updated REC products, introduced as part of REC version 3, set out the obligations and processes for the governance and operation of the new arrangements. This is essential to the successful delivery of Ofgem's significant code review and the enduring operation of the new switching arrangements. The impacts on the REC are wide-ranging. They include the introduction of a number of new schedules and the creation of additional service provider roles to manage the new systems. They also incorporate changes to the end-to-end switching process requirements. Throughout May, June and into July, we hosted a number of webinars to explain the impacts of REC version 3 on stakeholders. And you can access recordings and slides from each of those sessions on the REC portal. That's right, Amelia. And don't forget, we're also running some post-implementation drop-in sessions for stakeholders to be able to come along and ask any questions of the code manager. The last one of those is scheduled for the 12th of August, and you can sign up on the REC portal. But in the meantime, keep listening to this podcast, as Amelia and I will now provide an overview of what's different in the REC since the 18th of July. It's worth noting at this stage that all the REC documents that we'll refer to can be found on the REC portal, both in the REC documents section, accessible from the home page, and through EMAR, which can be accessed via the left-hand menu. There's a whole host of new and updated documentation that has been made available as well as minor changes to the REC main body, seven existing schedules are updated to reflect new switching processes, and there are eight brand new schedules. New technical specifications have been created in support of the latest systems, while Category 3 documents, primarily constituting guidance and policy information, have been either newly implemented or updated to reflect wider changes. One of the most fundamental changes in REC version 3 is the introduction of the Central Switching Service, or CSS. The CSS is designed to manage registrations and address management, both critical in ensuring accuracy of switching. With respect to registrations, the CSS maintains a central database across gas and electricity 
and ensures that data is processed in accordance with the new registration service schedule. That's Schedule 23 of the REC. In terms of address management, the CSS supports accurate and standardised address matching by generating a unique retail energy location, or REL, for every registrable metering point. The CSS service definition has been introduced into the REC product set and sets out certain requirements, including those related to system access, availability, reporting and security. New REC schedules 23 through to 29 set out the requirements on REC parties and service providers with respect to the management of switching arrangements and the CSS. The other new REC schedule, Schedule 30, is named Resolution of Consumer-Facing Switching and Billing Issues. You might hear this referred to as the CFSB schedule. It sets out requirements for many of the consumer impacting processes that were previously held within the MRA and SPA transition documents. Specifically, it covers processes for addressing erroneous switches, switch meter read problems, cross meters, duplicate meter points, misdirected payments and debt assignment. For the most part, the requirements associated with each of these processes remain mostly unchanged. However, the new schedule introduces a standardised process for escalations where resolution of issues is delayed or disputed. This means that the timescales before a case can be escalated will be the same for all processes covered by Schedule 30. And the co-manager role in supporting resolution is brought forward to ensure that disputes can be independently resolved sooner, reducing potential detriment to the consumer. To facilitate these amended processes, there have been some changes made to the flows within the Secure Data Exchange Portal, or SDEP. This includes removal of some redundant flows and creation of new flows where updated escalation processes require them. Under REC version 3, ownership of the Gas Inquiry Service, or GES, has been transferred to the REC away from the Uniform Network Code. Previously known as the Data Inquiry Service, or DES, the GES is the system providing REC parties with access to gas market data, data which is sourced from the central switching service. It's the gas equivalent of the Electricity Inquiry Service, or EES, which has been formerly known as ECHOES. From the 18th of July, all new access requests for GES data are managed by the Code Manager and submitted through the REC portal. This is in line with how access is managed for EES data. REC parties who already had access to the Data Inquiry Service under the UNC were not required to reapply for access to GES, as this was granted under accession agreements that were already in place with RECO. It's through GES and EES that REC parties are able to access the new retail energy location data that we previously spoke about in support of accurate address management. Updated user guides for GES and EES have all been made available on the REC portal as Category 3 documents. A further significant change introduced by REC version 3 is with respect to service management. With the introduction of the new CSS service provider role, it's important that you know who to raise queries to in order to receive full and accurate responses as promptly as possible. From the 18th of July, when you head over to raise a service desk inquiry on the REC portal, you'll be presented with a new page which aims to help you direct your question to the right place. The REC service desk will be well placed to manage inquiries around access to systems, 
Interpretations of the code documents and technical arrangements including performance assurance reporting, change and email. But the switching service management system will be better placed to support you with technical switching queries or questions about the CSS. The EES and GES service providers can provide direct support resolving technical issues with their respective systems. And if you're a rec party, remember that your operational account manager is able to provide you with direct support in understanding and navigating the rec arrangements, so please do reach out wherever needed. Rec version 3 has introduced a wide range of changes with significant impacts on rec party, service providers and the code manager alike. We've explored some of the major ones in this podcast, but the list we've covered is not exhaustive. The code manager has dedicated additional resource to supporting your understanding of the new arrangements in the days and weeks following implementation. If you have any follow-up questions or are seeking additional information, you may find what you're looking for on the REC portal. Head to the REC release page where you can find information about our deployment approach or to the REC documents page to locate the new amended versions of code schedules. Otherwise, you can get in touch with us via your operational account manager or by raising an inquiry to the relevant service desk. You can also follow the Code Manager on LinkedIn and check out recordings from recent events on our YouTube channel. Thanks, Amelia. That's all from us for this podcast. Thank you for listening and keep an ear out for more podcasts coming soon. Until next time.